Alright, welcome back to Big Round the Champs Podcast. Here goes another big fat episode of Big Round the Champs Podcast. I, I, I'm sure I could have worded that better. <laughs> what do you want me to do, a second take? Amateurs like you do a second take. That's a reference to Futurama, Calculon. Because <laughs> they, they suggest you do a second take and then he says that thing. Uh, that I just said. Fuck, guys, come on. Anyway, um, oh, had a beautiful fucking day today. <laughs> I met some fucking real winners again today. Oh, my gosh. I don't know where the fuck. Some people are just, I don't know. <laughs> the last lady we were working for, she was a class act for sure. Just talking about doing business and having being a small business owner and how people will, like, try to rip you off and not want to pay you like the full price and like her 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 line for everything i was like what are you fucking retarded what are you fucking retarded or something like everything she said like yeah you seem so easy to deal with i don't know what anyone i don't know what everyone's problem is what are you fucking retarded (laughs) that's what she says i didn't ask her what business she was in she's probably like a fucking psychiatrist that deals with like mentally challenged people what are you fucking retarded if that's the case, then call my number. 905-772. I, no, I'm just sure. I don't fuck. I, 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 I don't even know what business she said. But she's fucking funny. That's for damn sure. I like people that are really loud and aggressive sometimes. It's, it's, I find it very amusing. Okay? She's also one of these people that like laughs at things that are, are not funny. Like, it's like, oh, you guys are probably really busy. Like, yeah. And like, she's laughing at that. That's funny. Like, <laughs> like what's funny about that? It's like, oh, this is uh, probably like, you know, the time of year where all the appliances break down. It's like, there's no time of year where all the appliances break down. Like, there's no, that doesn't happen. Like, all of them? At one time of the year? When the fuck is that? And even if that were the case, why would that be funny? Why are you laughing about that? Oh, my God. We went to this house the other day. This lady laughed at fucking everything. And it's just like, I like that you're full of... I like that you're so fucking jubilant. That you're so goddamn fucking... Just full of joy and splendor. I I, I mean, I, I, I my hat is off to you. But holy shit, it's just like when you're trying to work. And just like, come on. Like, <laughs> like, oh, hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> oh, I see you parked the truck over there. <laughs> Like, what the fuck are you laughing at? Like, I swear to God, I slipped off my shoes. Like, oh, these guys stuck their shoes right on. The shoes came right off. <laughs> like, holy shit. I can't imagine being that entertained. I can't imagine watching anyone take their shoes off. But I can't imagine being like, oh, hey, hey, whoa. Hey, hey, they had their shoes on. Now they're off. <laughs> That's something else. Fuck. I'm telling you, most people, uh, yeah, you know, like coming up in the world are just like way overstimulated got way too much going on but then we come across people that are so fucking understimulated they have nothing going on they're gathering around just watching us so excited here's some guys they're carrying some stuff oh they got shoes they're taking them off Woo-hoo-hoo! just like oh my god it just breaks my fucking heart. Like, there is so many other things you could be doing. You could be watching. You could be enjoying. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Anyway, what are you going to do? 
like I say, you know, this is, they're, they're, we don't just do jobs. We don't just do deliveries, installations, or fucking whatever. It's a performance. We've got an audience, and we got to fucking perform. we got to impress these people. And believe me, the bar is set really fucking high. We've got to go as far as taking our shoes off. Oh, my God. Even one lady, she was so concerned about our shoes. And I was like, no, I'm just going to take them off. She's like, really? Really? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I paid extra for this feature. They pop right off. Look at that. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. They're slip-on shoes. Now, I know what you're thinking. They might slip on, and that's where it ends. No, no, no. They also have the exact opposite feature where they slip off even easier than they slip on. <laughs> oh, God. This is not that fucking new of technology. It's really not that mind-boggling. But what are you going to do? You know, I, li I love to entertain. You guys know this. this is my passion. Fuck. Honestly, I what, I, what I'd love to be what do is, like, set up, like, bring, like, a fucking door. Like, one of those pre-hung doors with a frame. On like out on a stage, like there's a fucking, like a fucking huge crowd of people, at like some sort of fucking stadium, arena, or club, or whatever, and and just like carry a couch through that doorway, or carry a fridge that doorway. And if anyone says, "What the fuck is this? This is boring. This is lame," I'd be like, "Thank you, thank you. Very good point. Why the fuck would I? Everyone want to watch this shit? This clearly is not entertainment. This is." fucking the stupidest shit ever but there's something uh there's something about us so we've got a magnetism it draws people to us it draws people's attention to us i don't know what the fuck it is like whatever i'm doing whatever i'm wherever i'm going people will just crank their heads people twist their fucking necks off like crank their goddamn heads whip their heads around and look at me i don't know what the fuck it is if i'm so insanely good looking bad looking interesting i don't know what the fuck is going on with my with me that people have to look at me so aggressively i'll never understand it i thought oh maybe i'm just imagining i'm fucking insane i'm fucking that but everyone i'm with i'm like you see that you notice that you see that why did why are these people cranking their heads around to look at me what is it what the fuck is it with me i can't stand it because i can't stand people looking at me but it is what it is anyway that's why that's why I like doing a podcast because no one can fucking see me. I feel like real safe here in the in the fucking studio, you know. Oh, so anyway, I'm almost caught up on Better Call Saul. I I was I kept waiting for them to come on fucking Netflix, the final season, and they're not coming on there. I I think I'm giving up on Netflix. There's more than enough on fucking Disney Plus. Today's episode is brought to you by Disney Plus. We took all the best shows. <laughs> Fuck you, Netflix. Nah, Netflix still's got some stuff, but come on, what the fuck? Anyway, I like to cycle through true things, you know. You got this, you got that. Anyway, the um, but yeah, so I'm I'm just in the final season of Better Call Saul, so no one give me any fucking spoilers. I remember getting spoilers for so, so just a couple of fucking shows I was watching. I was so fucking pissed. It was so unnecessary and fucking stupid. Wait, wait, they. So. That being said, I think I'm uh, four episodes deep into the fucking final season of the of the show. I'm very impressed, though. I really like that fucking show. A lot of shows are so hard to get into. It's so hard it doesn't hold my interest. And this shit, it really does. You know, I like that uh, Giancarlo Esposito. He's one of my favorites. That guy could play anybody. Like, he's a really good actor. He could play a black guy, Spanish guy, a white guy, somehow. He could play a freaking. He could play absolutely anybody. 
But anyway, it's just like, oh, look, he's a real mean, or sorry, he's like a real goofy fucking regular guy. Oh, no, look, he's doing the mean face. He's a he's a real mean, scary guy. Oh, no, he's a silly, goofy guy. Oh, now he's doing the mean face. Like, how many times are you going to flip back and forth? You've got us like a thousand times. You can't get us anymore. No, I, I love it every single time. For those two fucking, uh, those Salamanca twin guys, I don't think they're actually twins. Just like walking around all scary and shit. It's like fuck, man. These guys are these guys are just so fucking ominous. Fucking scared. Let's fucked up in a, a prequel though, because you know who's gonna. Well, I mean the guys that are from the fucking like Breaking Bad or whatever. Like or any prequel, it's like you know who's gonna who has to live, right? Unless unless they're gonna pull some fucking zombie shit. You know it was fucked up when they did the El Camino one. It's just like it's supposed to take place at the same time or before, and everyone's clearly like 40 years older, you know, because there's a stage between like you know when you're young and you like you know your face fills out a lot, like you put on a ton of weight. Like these guys are like twice the fucking size. It's just like I don't know, fucking. What are you gonna? What are you gonna whack? I mean, what are you gonna do? Recast them as someone else? I mean, that's not gonna work. You gotta use that technology that makes people look younger. Whatever the fuck that is, you know? That's what they're gonna do with me one day. They're gonna use some technology on this podcast to make me sound like a little kid again. Oh, hey, how you doing, everybody? Oh, welcome to Big Ron the Chill, or welcome to Young Ronnie's podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I remember getting fucking spoilers for goddamn Game of Thrones. I was so fucking pissed. I didn't realize the entire show was just going to go down the shitter. At the time, it was still had a potential to be a good show. And then, yeah, I got these... I don't know where the fuck. People were just talking shit, and, and I got spoilers. And there was no fucking point. Like, it wasn't funny or amusing, this shit that I saw. It was just spoilers for the sake of spoilers. I, I couldn't have been more upset. And then I actually watched the final season. I was like, oh, God, it's so bad. Nothing could have spoiled it as much as the fucking, the, the writers they brought on for the last two seasons or whatever. Holy shit, did they ever flush like that? The best show on the planet, hands down, every aspect. The best acting, the best cast, the best CGI, the best fucking... Um, the, the best writing, the best everything, the setting, the fucking... Every single fucking thing about the show was the best. And then they just took it all and, and just destroyed it. Like, what the fuck? What did that show do to you that you hated it so much? I just like to imagine that they're like just the ultimate trolls. They're just like the entire world wants us to fucking finish this show and do a good job. And like everybody's just waiting to see how this is all going to play out. Like, let's just throw away all the storylines. Let's fucking disappoint Everybody, it's like an ultimate like Andy Kaufman move, you know, just like fuck. And I don't think he would ever be that sadistic, but it's just like let's just fucking make everybody upset and 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 break everybody's heart. But anyway, so if you think about it like that, like these guys are fucking hilarious, you know. <laughs> they should just do a do-over though. But anyway, remember, um, there's like that uh, what's her face chick from the Iron Islands. She's like, oh, yeah, we, uh, you know, we rape and pillage and fucking plunder and shit. That's the way we, you know, that's that's how we live. You know, that's the way we've always lived. That's the way our, our, our fucking, our, our people operate. 
And then fucking Daenerys is like, no, not anymore. She's like, okie dokie. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, at least, like, have a little bit of a conversation. She's just like, nope, can't do it no more. Okie doke. <laughs> no problem. Like, I'll pass that along to everyone in my fucking, the Iron Islands and all of my people. Like, fuck. I, you know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. It's so fucking stupid. Oh. Anyway. What can you do? It is what it is, you know? Everything that is great must turn to shit. It's like the laws of thermodynamics. All, all fucking temperatures must flow from high to low. And so anything that's good must go to fucking shit. And uh, for whatever fucking reason. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, a lot of times you can just finish off a show strong and, uh, you know. No, I, yeah, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, that's a rule of thumb. <laughs> it's like, it either has to end or go to shit. But, like, yeah, I could have. I don't know. What are you going to do? Uh, normally, I'd say, like, I don't want to criticize anyone for doing something that I couldn't do better. But I could fucking write a way better ending. I could, I've written fucking shit before. I could write a way better ending to every single aspect of that fucking show. I mean, I don't think anyone could have done it worse. But it's like I always use that line from The Office, like Robert California, where he's just like, um, he's like... He's asking Pam to do something and she doesn't want to do it, so she keeps making up excuses. So he's like, why don't you make a list of all the things that are keeping you from doing this task and then prioritize and then give me that list. We'll see, like, what we can do or whatever. Anyway, she's just like, I'll just I'll just get on it. I'll just do it or whatever. Or, like, whatever she, he was asking. Like, oh, great. And so I love using that. Like, why don't you make a list of everything that's keeping you from this task? And I would just love to have, ask fucking George R.R. R. Martin, like, why don't you make a list of everything you're doing while the entire planet is waiting for you to finish these fucking books so we can all finish the books and then finish the fucking show? Why don't you make a list of everything that's more important than that? Like, what the fuck could you possibly be doing that's more important than that shit? Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, that's what happens when the show is actually good and you actually get into it, you know? You got to have your heart broken. It, it, you know, to love, to know, uh, yeah, to love is to know pain, you know, you put yourself out there, you get vulnerable, you know, whether it's TV shows or people or, you know, whatever the fuck it is. If you open up your heart and love something or any, or someone, you know, you're, you're opening yourself up to get hurt. Okay. I'm just telling you. Let that be a warning. Anyway, you know what I'm really enjoying is I'm re-watching uh, through The Simpsons again. I'm in the the, all, uh, the really good seasons, which is so fucking funny. Oh my god, I love that fucking episode where uh, <laughs> fucking um, Milhouse's parents get uh, divorced. <laughs> he's like, they're playing Pictionary. It's dignity! It's dignity, damn it! Like he's trying to draw dignity. He looks like some weird fucking... I don't even know, walnut type thing. <laughs> I fucking love it. And then he, oh yeah, the fucking, his job is letting him go. It's like, we're a family oriented company. You're uh, I don't, we don't know if single people eat crackers. We don't want to know, frankly. Or frankly, it's a market we could do without. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's just too fucking funny. Can you imagine your fucking wife leaves you and then your job fires you? 
Well, I guess it wouldn't be too funny if that really happened, but fuck, it's The Simpsons. Relax. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I sleep in a car. Is your bed a car? <laughs> I sleep in a big bed with my wife. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, and then his wife fucking hooks up with an American Gladiator. You guys remember that show? That was fucking nuts. Actually, uh, one of my one of my pals uh, from the old days, he had this huge fucking party. He had this amazing fucking house. Um, I think it was in Brampton, but it felt like it was in the middle of nowhere. It was kind of like the outskirts. But anyway, he had this giant slip and slide set up that was fucking awesome. And then he had like um, it was like a not a it was kind of like a bouncy house, but it was just like a giant fucking like bouncy house mat type of thing. And then there were these platforms. And he had those giant fucking Q-tip things like they have on American Gladiators. And we were we were fighting with those. It was a fucking blast. It was so fucking cool, man. I never seen someone go so far out for a party like that. It was amazing. Anyway. Um, yeah, I remember I woke up on the floor. But at least I made it inside. That was a fucking shit show. What a fucking wild party that was. I remember our buddy was sleeping at the end of the fucking driveway. We were so fucking hungover. I think we were going to go for breakfast or whatever. He had this, like, one-man tent. And, you know, the average fucking... Like, a three-person tent is barely a one-man tent. A one-person tent. I think they were, like... When they when they size these tents, they're, like, stacking up fucking Chinamen, like, uh, Lincoln Logs or some shit. But is Chinamen still acceptable? Uh, Mexicans. Is Mexican... Uh, uh, it carries that negative connotation. Can you still say Mexican? <laughs> anyway. Um... So, so when you have a one-man tent, it's probably enough for like a fucking half a midget or some shit. Wait, can I still say midget? I don't fucking know. Bleep it out. Um, if it's uh, if it's upsetting. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this guy sticks his head out. He's like, "Hey guys, where are you going?" And he looks like a fucking turtle. It was so goddamn funny. <laughs> he just sticks his head out of this tiny little tent. He's like, "Good morning, guys." I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> He's a fucking turtle. I don't know. It's uh, It was a lot funnier if you could see it through my mind's eye. I don't think I'm illustrating it well enough, as usual. But anyway, tis what it is. Anyway, I'm going to sign off for now. Okay, guys? I uh, love you tons. Thanks for listening to me. And, uh, you know. Oh, I'll fucking end off by singing that song from uh, Van Houten. Millhouse's dad or whatever. He's like, Wait, what the fuck's his name? Fuck, that's gonna bother me. <laughs> Can I borrow a feeling? No, I'm not gonna sing it. But <laughs> Can you lend me a jar of love? Oh, I am, I am. Hurting hearts need some healing. <laughs> Take my hand with your glove of love. Oh, fuck off. And that's all we have time for now. <laughs> Stay tuned, more to come right after these messages. Hello, welcome back to Big Run the Chips Podcast. Big Ron here, and I'd like to give you a I'd like to give you guys a little bit of a financial tip. If you crumple the shit out of your bills, they take up more space in your wallet. Your wallet feels thicker and it feels like you have more money. If you feel as though you have more money, you will walk around with your head held higher and you will feel better about yourself. And that will draw more money into your life force. You will have more positive vibes and you will manifest wealth beyond your wildest imagination.
I'm over here at the McDonald's and they've got a sign up here that says there is only one Big Mac. <laughs> and I'm thinking maybe you should maybe you should make a couple more. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> anyway, that is all for now. I just I just had to get that Big Mac thing down before I forgot it. It's imperative. I would have lost a fucking seriously funny anecdote there. All right, signing off for now. All right, welcome back. Big Ron the Champ here. How's everybody doing? I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, usually I uh, I broadcast the podcast in the morning time. It's not really a broadcast. I just like saying that because it rhymes with the word podcast. I like things that rhyme, okay? So, uh, anyway, I'm fucking podcasting. I'm recording at night. Alright? I don't usually do this. It's just fucking bizarre. Um, you know, it's it's just, it's a whole, it's like, the, di the difference is like day and night. <laughs> you know what? I was worried I wouldn't be quite as clever or funny because at this stage in the day I start to really fucking go loopy and shit. I'm a morning guy. I'm a morning guy. I'm a bit of a mess in the morning too. I'm not gonna say I'm, uh, really on the fucking ball, but just much more than I am uh, by the end of the day. All right, we're one minute in. I've, I, I've covered a lot of important stuff so far. <laughs> it's the nighttime, all right, guys? Are we all on fucking board here? I mean, you can fucking listen to this at any fucking point in 24 hours a day. What's with that anyway, the fucking 12-hour clock? Like, can you imagine if we had a fucking 15-day calendar or like 15-and-a-half-day calendar or some shit? But then halfway through, you fucking have like, oh, is it the 16th? No, it's fucking the first B. Like, or you know what I mean? It's like the second half of the fight. What the fuck? It's a 24-hour day. You use a 24-hour clock. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, we're all used to it, so we don't even question it. Like, it is what it is. Well, that's what I'm used to, so it's normal. No, it's fucking stupid. All right? There, I said it. It's so fucking... I, I don't know. I don't know. The only thing stupider than it, the the twelve hour clock is, is or, or, or like many things that are fucking stupid, is people getting really really upset about it. I, I realize the irony there that I um, sorry not irony. I don't you know what I remember studying irony in school and it's ironic but I don't think anyone's ever used it properly. As far as I came to conclude was that. We just have this, we, nobody understands irony. The last fucking person was like some fucking poet from like the fucking 1300s. You know, the 14th century. That's not confusing at all. Like, fuck off. Can we just call the 1300s the 14th century and stop fucking like having this fucking like one-off sort of fucking thing? Like, I understand why it is that way. I think this all just roots back to the fucking Christian calendar and clock. And, uh, you know, it's very anti-Christian of me. No, I think it's just so many of these things that are just, like, fucking not logical, but we're used to them. You know? I don't have... That's But the other thing I can't stand... Not, or, sorry, I'm a hypocrite. It's not irony. Oh, yeah, yeah. So none of us understand irony. We're all misusing the term every single fucking time. That's, uh, that's what... I, <laughs> that was my conclusion uh, when, when I remember studying it at some point. And, um... That there is ironic. Like that terrible fucking Alanis Morissette song. Fucking You Oughta Know. That song's still on the radio. 
It's so bad. Like, fuck. No, um, ironic one. That it's like none of the what she's saying is even like the, is our misconception of irony. It's like what the fuck are you talking about? <sighs> anyway, I, I I heard that that was like intentional because that's irony. I mean that is closer to the fucking our our misconception of what irony is. Like our our well, I mean if everyone agrees upon a misconception, then that becomes the fucking new definition. But that fucking crazy-ass lady was all over the goddamn map. But anyway, my favorite memory of that fucking particular person and her uh, illustrious musical fucking career of, uh, you know, just really great songs. Was, um, <laughs> she has one terrible music video where she's like, there's four of her in a car. And there's uh, many versions of this joke. It's like... Um, you know what I mean? Like, the person's interchangeable. Like, oh, what's the problem with, like, four fucking lawyers going on, in, in a car going over, driving over a cliff, the car seat's five. You know, you, you my buddy uh, said that joke, but it was, you know, it was a car full of Alanis Morissette's, and there was four of her in the car, so it was so fucking funny. It was just like, I don't know, it was just like the perfect use of, it's, our, it's a corny fucking joke, but it was just so perfect, because, like, there was four of her in our car. Again, better than a fucking joke in the actual fucking thing is is a guy trying to fucking stammering and trying to explain it <laughs> now listen i'm in a car all alone right now but there's so many fucking uh theoretical people with me ghosts voices in my head imaginary characters and then i bring a lot of people to life inside my mind uh with these with these fucking stories I don't know if I'm fucking doing it any justice, like, because, again, I could listen to this shit, but it's not, you know what I mean, it's not really objective, because it's like, again, I'm just gonna replay all this shit in my fucking head, I don't know if I'm fucking, you know what I mean, it's like when people always say, well, the book is better than the movie, it's like, shut the fuck up, we get it, you read a book, good for you, you're a fucking absolute genius, I'm one of these people, uh, ironically, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a hypocrite. Um, I'm one of these people that will just... Because I read so little now, so now it's very important that I tell people when I've read a book. Um, but anyway, the reason the book is the best is because you're fucking creating images and creating a story in your mind's eye. So it's unique to you, and it's special to you, and it's personal to you. But anyway, um, I love watching a movie after i read the book. After, because then I got to see it in my mind's eye. And then I get to see someone else's perception of it. And sometimes the... Uh, it's whacked, but sometimes they, you know they they do a really good job casting the fucking roles of of the people in the in the book. Um, and anyway, I like to see someone else's interpretation for better or for worse. Like fuck, you know, one day they're gonna make a fucking movie about me. I would love to see how that would play out. You know. <sighs> anyway, I love you guys. I got I got shit to do, so I gotta go. Um, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, let me know who you think sh they they should cast in a movie about me. Um, who, who would, who would capture the essence that is the big, big Ron, the fucking champ, you know, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that. You guys do the same and then uh, send me emails. Askbigron at gmail.com. That's askbigron at gmail.com. A-S-K-B-I-G-R-O-N at gmail.com. Don't ask me to spell at gmail.com for fuck's sakes. Oh God. Yeah! <laughs> Wait, the kid from Napoleon Dynamite. What the fuck was his name? Heater John Hughes. Ah, fuck, I don't remember. Who gives a shit? 
No, uh, Diedrich Bader, the fucking um, Rex Kwando guy. You gotta discipline your image. <laughs> I fucking love that scene, man. The guy's like, hit me! And he fucking comes at him with a Mortal Kombat sweep kick. Like, that's your go-to move. You can't just, like, throw a punch. He's got to fucking do a Mortal Kombat-style sweep kick. And he just keeps slapping him. <laughs> slapping him in the head. Holy shit. Okay. Anyway. Well, I don't need to fucking recreate that movie. You can go watch that fucking movie. Ah, anyway, I love you guys. Be well. Alright, welcome back, Big Run the Champ here. How's everybody doing? What's going on? Fucking just pounded me some fucking espressos and I'm just fucking zooming. Uh, I got some stuff done yesterday that I thought was going to be way more difficult than it, uh... It wasn't even that big of a deal. I just had to unmount some shit that I saw. I thought I was uh, on my wall <clears throat> where the baby's going to go. And I thought I secured it way more severely. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with fucking plaster. Like, I was barely wrapping my head around how to fix fucking drywall, how to do, how to paint and, and sand. Or, sorry, paint and sand. Yeah, that's that's right. I paint, then I sand. Uh, that's that that give you an idea about how good I am at this. <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta like fill the hole. You gotta mud it. You gotta fucking uh, sand it. Then you gotta fucking paint it. I think I got that right. Fuck! I had all these uh, five-inch diameter uh, hole saw holes. The uh, the electricians were phenomenal. The guys that rewired my fucking house, absolutely phenomenal. I've been I studied fucking electricity for years and like I, I could do like basic fucking wiring but I would not fucking I already don't sleep at night but I would sleep even less at night if I knew I did that whole house because it's so easy to fucking miss something if I were doing it every single day I'd be confident like if I, I would install my water heater fucking standing on my head unfortunately the water heater in the house is brand new I'm like the only thing that I fucking know I have mastered is the water heater installation that's the only thing that doesn't need to be done in this fucking house every other thing in this house needs to be done my house is like 100 years old so i expect it what really frosts my fucking i don't know how to finish that frost my nuts no um i was gonna say frost my wagon i, I don't know guys i'm fucking stalling out here what, what's a good fucking thing to say what, what like grinds my gears what really, uh, I'm thinking of uh, wrongfully accused. He's like, there's two, uh, wait, <laughs> what does he say? He's like, uh, two things frost my nuts. One's a snow cone this high, the other's, uh, whatever the guy's name is in the movie that he's trying to find. Fuck, that movie's goddamn funny. I love stupid fucking parodies and just like slapstick comedies like that. Oh my god. Anyway, where was I before I got fucking stalled out here? I don't fucking remember. But anyway, the electricians did an amazing, phenomenal fucking job. Look at this fucking shoot. This guy's riding this guy's fucking ass like one inch from his fucking bumper. There's a fucking police here. Good morning. There's a police there. And it's like, you know what? You should be sucking this guy's fucking asshole. I mean, you are metaphorically and almost literally the way you're driving. Because he just saved you from a fucking ticket. Because if that guy wasn't in front of you, he'd be fucking speeding like a motherfucker fucking cocksuckers anyway fuck I, I I'm sorry I, I get I uh what was I talking about the electricians in my house did a phenomenal job what oh before I got down this rabbit hole the um what really gets me going or 
about what really upsets me is these poor fucking people that buy not poor people these unfortunate people with tons of money <laughs> um, they buy a brand new fucking house and everything's fucked there's so many that it's not always the case well see I always take my time to tell people I'm like I'm like, because I'm very observant, um, especially when it comes to like people who take good quality, uh, like t take a lot of time and effort, especially when it comes to plumbing, HVAC, uh, wiring, anything like that. I, you know, I spent so many years looking at it. I've seen thousands of homes. So when I see it done really well, I, I make sure to tell the customer like, holy crap, someone did a really, really great job here. Like really took their time to do a good job. And you can see that too in uh, all, all forms of construction. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you look at the trim, you look at the floors, you look at the, the fucking the drywall, you look at the paint, you look at all uh, the cabinets are all perfectly lined up. And I like telling people, reminding people, like, for two reasons. So they feel good about their stuff, because sometimes, you know, you get stressed out and you forget how much you have and how lucky you are. Like, even though my, I'm, I sound like I'm complaining about my house, I could not be happier to fucking own a house. Well, my wife owns a house. My wife and the bank own a house. But to just be able to live in a house and be able to fucking fix it up, and uh, it is it's such a fucking honor, you know. I, I never thought I would ever uh, own a fucking house, you know what I mean? In in, uh, in this world, all I have is uh, my fucking my pride and my podcast. And often I have to substitute one for the other. All right, so wrap your head around that. Regardless, I um, the other reason is is I want these people to appreciate whoever the fuck did it, whether it's themselves, give themselves a fucking little pat on the back for taking such good care. Um, because I tell them, I'm like, I've seen thousands of fucking homes and it is very uncommon that people take this much time and effort and care to do things fucking properly because everyone's just racing through shit. I, I do it myself. I used to fucking race through things just so desperately trying to get as much done as possible. And then you got all these fucking pipes and wires. It's a fucking mess. You know, shit's not lined up right. You know, I used to I used to paint in such a fucking hurry. It was just like boom, 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 boom. The fucking drips everywhere. Fucking messy. Fucking shitty. And I was never much of a fucking painter. Um, but regardless, it's, uh, you know. So I, I, I just want people to appreciate what they have and, and whoever the fuck did it's such an amazing job. I just like, and I always like to have something positive to say about people. When I was a little kid, I used to go trick-or-treating. I'd, like, poke my head in someone's house, and I'd be like, you have a very nice house here. And people really like that. So I've been right, and, and I felt good, and I've been, we call that in, in addiction counseling, we call this tr chasing the dragon. I've been tra chasing that feeling ever since. No, I just, I'd like to have nice, positive stuff to say about people, about their house, about their, you know, if they have a dog or if they have whatever, you know what I mean? It's just... You gotta, you gotta spread some, some good fucking positive shit around every once in a while. And then if someone really fucking pisses me off, then I, I still, I force myself even harder to have something nice to say to them. Because if I don't, then I feel like shit. And uh, if they annoy the fuck out of me, wait till I get to my podcast and I just let it rip and blow off some fucking steam. I try to, I don't always succeed, I, I'd say I more, more often don't. I try to be entertaining when, when, when complaining and talking shit. Because that's one of my favorite fucking things. I've said this before. Like, uh, three of my faves that come to mind as far as, like, just complaining and making it very entertaining are Bill Burr. He's one, he's, he's one of my faves. Um, George Carlin. And um, who's the third? Sebastian Maniscalco. He's just, like, so overdramatic about fucking everything. And I just love... Like, these guys are just complaining. They're taking negative shit. Like, you know, just complaining and being, like, <laughs> outraged by things. But turning it 
into something that's positive, you know, because they're making people laugh. I, I, I like to think that I, I could be like that one day, you know, or I try. Regardless, it's uh, the explaining of what you're doing, the over-explaining, that is absolutely killing me. It's not even just being, like, unfunny or being unentertaining. It's this shit right here. This, like, constantly explaining, like, for no fucking, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have that problem. A doctor pointed that out to me, and I was like, holy shit. I would ask you to elaborate, but then you'd be right here with me. So, uh, that being said, where was I? Oh, yeah, so my point was I was still talking about, fuck, I never finished my thought on drywall. So I, these guys, all they did was cut 5-inch diameter holes with a hole saw uh, throughout the house in the plaster and they rewired the entire fucking house just using these fucking holes like three stories of fucking wiring and they did the whole fucking place and did such minimal damage I was blown away but it came time that I had to fucking patch up the holes the thing is I never would have got to it if it weren't for the lockdowns like I got locked down for a couple weeks because I never would have had the time to fucking do it or I never would have made time to do it because there's so many fucking holes and then you gotta like fucking First of all, you got to find a way to fill them, and then you got to um, then you got to mud it, then you got to sand it, then you got to fucking mud it. Or no, that yeah, then you got to mud it again, then sand it. Now there's 24 hours in between. I don't know what kind of mud you guys use. There's 24 hours in between each fucking one of those. So it probably took me seven fucking days because I'm not very good at it. And these walls are fucked. Now I say they're fucked, but I want to be clear: these walls are 100 years old. You know what I mean? So I don't judge them for being fucked. I just want to illustrate my fucking point is that they're fucked. Also, that's not a negative thing either. I was just looking at it this morning. I went to go sand. And I was like, you know what? This wall's got character. The holes are fucking filled. I'm not going to sand them fucking perfectly because I love the way this fucking walls look because I've been standing here for a hundred fucking years and they're still up. Yeah, I don't like plaster and lath, but you know what? It's fucking holding. Not to mention, I can never find fucking studs in these fucking walls. So I've just been using uh, wood or, or wood screws or drywall screws. And pretty much knock on fucking wood or drywall. And it's fucking holding. It's holding just with these fucking screws. Because none of these anchors were working. My Now my alternative is, because it's double brick, which means a brick wall, then, another, then, a, then a one or two inch air gap, then a brick wall, then this plaster lattice shit. That's the shit in like really old houses, in case you don't know, that looks like an ice cream sandwich. It's like fucking these planks of ancient fucking wood with this fucking uh, shit in between. Hold on, I'm passing somebody. It's gonna be loud for a sec. This guy's fucked. This guy is so fucked. Anyway, um, where was I? Oh, I'm explaining these fucking things that I just fucking... Because I had no fucking idea. And I've studied this shit. I've worked on so many fucking... More houses than I could ever fucking remember. And I never say I know everything. In any aspect. But I mean, I never say I've seen it all. Because I'll still, to this day, see stuff I've never fucking seen before. And have no fucking idea what's going on. Which is a great thing. It's humbling. It reminds you how much there is to learn and how little we fucking know. Uh, every single one of us doesn't matter how much the most not even the most knowledgeable people I've ever met are constantly humbled and that's how you get more knowledgeable That's how you get more intelligent by constantly humbling yourself and then and then learning more and more and more the worst thing ever worse than anything um, 
that might be a little bit hyperbolic. Is that, is that the word I'm looking for? Might be a little bit dramatic. Uh, but one of the most tragic goddamn things in the world is these fucking, how many people there are that are just like, I know enough. And then they just stop learning. They just stop wanting to learn more. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Really? Like, there's no fucking way you could possibly know enough. And, like, people give up at so many ages. Like, you know, it's one thing when you're really old, it gets more increasingly difficult to fucking learn. But, like, this happens in young people. You know, it's like fucking, I, I mean, young. Like, people, the people are, like, fucking teenagers, and they feel like they've learned enough. So in their 20s, and even in their 30s and 40s. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You get one fucking shot one life, depending on your fucking religious fucking views or whatever the fuck your views are in that shit, as far as you know, you only get to go around once. Why the fuck would you just give up? And I, talk, I speak to myself as much as anyone else, because I find myself, like, not trying hard enough uh, to learn more. But anyway, speaking of learning, this brings me back to what I was just trying to fucking finish this one quick thought. So, because of the lockdown, I got these fucking holes patched up, and I finally got them done. I went out to do a fucking job and I was talking to this contractor and he gave me this fucking tip. What it is is you cut a fucking square of drywall and then you go in from the other side with a hole saw and then you don't go all the way through. So now you've got the hole that's the size of the hole that you're about to fill. Okay, you got, because you, you, you use the same five inch hole saw that was used to, uh, to make the holes. So you use the same, or well, it doesn't have to be the same hole saw, it has to be the same size. I don't know if I need to explain that. Um, but anyway, you don't go all the way through. Now you've cut a fucking, this is a five inch diameter hole, but you've cut a one foot by one foot um, square and you don't drill all the way through. That way you have the square of paper. And then what happens is the hole gets filled, but then this paper surpasses the entire hole by, um, uh, what, what the fuck is five minus, Wait, put a, put a fucking 5-inch diameter hole in the center of a 12 by 12, and then that's how much you have all around it. I can't do the math right now. I can see it in my head. I can even see it on graph paper, but my brain won't count it up, or uh, I'll crash because my brain's tried too hard to do the math. But anyway, regardless, it doesn't matter the specifics. You understand what I mean? And then you've got this huge, you can flatten that entire fucking surface. I'm like, what the fuck? I just patched up like 100 fucking holes, buddy. And you give me this fucking tip after I'm done? Like, what are the fucking chances I would have met anyone in fucking... Well, I mean, I was specifically talking to him about plaster and drywall. But this guy gives me this wonderful tip as soon as I'm fucking done. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. But anyway, that is what it is. Oh, yeah, so anyway, another one of my alternatives to, to um, attach to the fucking wall is to go through the pastor, through the lab... Um, through the, and, and into this fucking brick, because I'm getting red fucking dust when I, I'm drilling through and I'm getting stuck. Also, my tap cons aren't fucking holding, because, you know, tap cons are easy enough, because then you can just fire those into the concrete or the fucking brick or whatever. But the brick's too soft to hold it, but also I think I'm over-cranking. I'm not, uh, I'm not letting off. And so that's fucking, uh, loosening them up. It's so easy to fucking do. So now I've switched to the, uh, the way I used to do it was just to drill a fucking hole, put in a plug, like the plugs for concrete. I always for, I forgot about these. It's the same as a drywall plug, but for masonry, masonry, and um, and then just using these fucking screws. But then I bought elongated screws that would fit the plugs. And what I was gonna do was drill through the plaster and lab, and then go into the fucking brick, um, and then put a plug. The problem is, 
is that would be fucking ideal because then I would be securing into the fucking brick. But then I realized I'm like, to pound those fucking plugs into the brick, they don't go in easily. They're not supposed to go in easily. They're supposed to, it's, you're supposed to like, I don't know how to compare this without sounding sexual, but you gotta like fucking just fuck it right in there. <laughs> you gotta smash it in there with like a hammer. No, you can't go too fucking rough because it's like ribbed on the side for the, the enjoyment of the brick. But you gotta like fucking, you gotta like smack it in with a nice fucking hammer, but you gotta do it like with with some finesse. Otherwise you fucking go all crooked and fucking, we know how much that fucking hurts. And um, anyway, I'm like, there's no way. How the fuck am I ever gonna do that? Because think about it. Now, now I've gone through the plaster a lot. Like I was saying, oh, maybe like a half inch hole. Cause that's what I was doing before with these fucking anchor things. I don't know if you guys know like the T, I think they're called, I don't know what the fuck they're actually called, but it's like it goes in straight and then it turns into a T. It, you use it to anchor into walls and shit. That was not fucking working. So now I've got all these giant gaping holes in the fucking wall from using those fucking things. But I'm like, how am I going to get a big enough hole to get into this fucking brick? Regardless, to make a long story longer, I just used fucking drywall and wood screws. And as far as I can tell everything's fucking holding every once in a while i hit a stub stud but there's no rhyme or reason to where these fucking studs are it's fucking insane i i don't know it's really a fucking it's an uphill battle all right well anyway that's been what fucking 15 minutes talking about fucking drywall and plaster fantastic all right tune in uh next time for ron barely knows what he's fucking talking about fucking tool time fucking uh taylor i don't know the natural order of things used to be you have to know how to do everything with your automobile, with your with your house, with your property. You have to know how to fix everything yourself. But then at some point, like, everyone just stopped fucking... Like, you just don't learn that. Like, so many people are just not learning that shit. And then it's the fucking people that didn't teach anyone because they just got super fucking... Like, you know what I mean? We had, like, this these generations of lazy sacks of shit that didn't do anything that just hired people because they had so much extra fucking money. And, um, and then they didn't bother fucking... You know, now you got all these people with no fucking money and no idea what the fuck they're doing, you know? And the thing is, yeah, you can get all the information you could ever need online on watching YouTube fucking videos, but I don't know. I uh, I have a real hard time focusing, and I think it's because of, like, years and years of watching fucking videos and looking up shit online and just fucking... I don't know. I have a really fucking hard time with it to just fucking focus and just w look at one fucking thing and... and uh, and actually retain fucking information is, is, is very fucking difficult. And if something's difficult, it's not worth doing. Nah, I'm just joking. Oh yeah, sorry. I was, uh, I wanted to make a note about this, this fucking horse shit I've heard my whole life about how, like, younger generations gone soft because they get participation trophies. Like, two things. One, that's the dumbest fucking thing in the world. It's like, I, I've, I'm sure I've got a participation trophy, and it was fucking so goddamn stupid, and I probably threw it in the fucking garbage because it meant fucking nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it's in the fucking generation that's saying this shit. First of all, they're the ones that gave the fucking trophies, so they're giving the trophies and saying, "Oh, you guys are fucking weak because you got trophies." It's like they're like they're like you will never have a fucking house. You will never have a fucking. Uh, job that pays a living wage you'll never have a pension you'll never have a retirement you'll never have a cottage or a second home again you don't even have the first one most likely i mean this isn't everybody even i managed to get a house but it's nothing it wasn't from working hard my entire life or trying hard like it was just sheer sheer dumb luck 
I was trying to quote the lady with the lazy eye from, uh, I, I, I should know her name. Fuck, I love that lady. Uh, from Harry Potter. It's one of my favorite quotes. Actually, when I was at that Harry Potter themed wedding, it was a fucking blast. But I was looking for someone with red hair so I could be like, Red hair, hand me down robe. You're a, no need to tell me your name. You're a Weasley. But all I could find was guys with red beards. And it's like, I have a red beard. I need someone with red hair for the fucking, for me to, I only memorize like five or six lines. God. And they just, we couldn't, I, there was like one red hair dude in the whole fucking pile of people. But I think he was gone at, or I don't know. Fucking gingers. Anyway, there's a high expectation that my kid could have red hair. I just want him to have a soul. <laughs> God. If he does, though, I swear to God, as soon as I see red hair, I'm, I'm naming him Ronald. Ronald Weasley, right? <laughs> I How the fuck could I not? Really? Seriously. But anyway, this fucking participation trophy thing is such horseshit. They're like, yeah, so we're gonna we're not gonna give you, we're gonna take away all your pension, your quality of life, all your fucking, your living wages and your fucking houses and everything. We're gonna destroy the entire fucking economy, and then we're gonna give you these stupid fucking trophies, these accolades that mean absolutely nothing, and then we're gonna fucking judge you and try to make you feel bad for getting those things that we gave you because that's what's making you soft it's like what the fuck are you talking about the only the only fucking disillusion we grew up with was that you could work like fucking 40 hours a week or less have a house a car and a fucking like like put your kids through college all this fucking shit that used to exist we watched it all fucking go away we watched everything fucking that that made the uh made North America great crumble to fucking dust while a bunch of rich cocksuckers got rich and we just got we just worked 10 times harder to get fucking less and then we're told that we're the softer generation like what the fuck are you talking about it doesn't make any fucking sense or just focus on like a small group of people getting really upset and offended and say that's like an entire generation it's like first of all that shit's gone on for fucking ever as far as getting fucking upset about things like Every single thing that's ever happened in history has always been objected. There's always been a small or even large group of people saying they they were upset by it. Every single fucking article of clothing everywhere worn. Every single thing ever said in a public forum or at any point, people object. You say a fucking thing around enough fucking people and 100% of the time someone's like, no, I don't like what you said. That's been going on since the dawn of time. We've established that. So that's another load of fucking shit. I would get upset and offended by people saying things, but you can see how that would be hypocritical. No, you can see how that's like absolutely fucking normal. That's what every single human being fucking does. That's why so much of this generational shit is all fucking grade A horse shit. It's all just people being like, and you know, we're going to do it too. We're going to be fucking in both groups of the young people that aren't good enough because blah, 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 blah. And then we're going to be the people who think that young people are fucked and that we were so much fucking stronger and better in every single way. It's just, it, that that's the natural order of things. The only thing that actually holds up that actually does change over time is technology. And then again, all this shit with the economy. And it's like, you know, 
again, it's just I, I've witnessed my now I, I'm I'm speaking completely anecdotal because you know all I can do is tell you from my perspective. But I do like to look from as many people's perspectives and observe as many fucking people as possible. And in my fucking observation, I find that young people in general are going to work significantly harder and get significantly less. And then it's just like the people that I deal with every single day, like all our customers that are that the ones that have fucking houses that have fucking money that could afford to have cars could afford to have you know cottages and could afford to have fucking all these vacations all the shit that we're never really going to know about listening to them talk shit about how they worked harder for what they have and it's like did you though did you like how many jobs did you have like you work 60 hours a week just to barely pay the rent like, I don't think so. Or they'll be like, oh, I had my fucking house paid off by the time I was 30. People now are too lazy. It's like, do you think nobody, like, it was a matter of choice? Like, nobody wanted to have a house paid off by the time they're 30? Like, that is even fucking logical or practical. I'll never pay off my house in a fucking lifetime. Just the fact that I get to live in a house is an honor and a privilege to me because I never thought I ever would. I thought I was going to have to live in shitty apartments my entire life. And, um, you know... Well, I mean, I, my, my situation has not even changed that drastically because I went from living in shitty apartments my whole life to living in a, in a single fucking room that's like a 5 by 10 and just paying rent to my wife. <laughs> and instead of blaming my landlord for not fixing the fucking, all the things in the house, I gotta fucking, I gotta do it myself. It sucks. Fuck, don't let anyone fucking tell you that home ownership being a homo, homo's short for homeowner, being a homo is that fucking great, it's getting fucked up the ass, whether, whether you're, uh, <laughs> um, whether, you know, you're using the traditional term, or, or the one I'm using right now, unless, you, you know, unless you have, uh, unless you're a homo with a homo, because then, if you're two homos that own a home, then because men make, I think it's three times, 300% more than females, you'll have two disposable incomes and no kids. And all men are, are incredibly wealthy and uh, have the world as their oyster, as we know. So then you'd be set. And then you wouldn't have to deal with a fucking woman. So, uh, oh God, I've got, I've got two or three female listeners. Sorry, had past tense. <laughs> I just lost them. Girls, come back. <laughs> Baby, come back. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I'm telling you, <laughs> sometimes you go into a place with a, with a non-homo homo, as in, I don't think, I don't know if there, there's very, very few guys that own houses that are straight, but when you go in, it's pretty fucking sad. In general, there's there's more than enough um, exceptions to, the, to prove the rule, but yeah, it's just like, there, there takes a certain type of person, whether it be, yeah, a fucking chick or a gay dude or, or whatever, um... <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'm going to lose the gay dudes too. Fuck. I don't think I have anyone left. Is anyone, 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 anyone? Um, <laughs> to, to make a house into a home, like you have to have a certain, I don't know, like I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't do it. I, I would just have a fucking living space. I don't do anything to decorate or to fucking, uh, like just the absolute bare minimum is what I go for. But, uh, yeah. My house would be an absolute fucking disaster left to just me. Because also, I, I don't have a high standard for how things have to be. Like, just barely functioning is what I go for personally, in, uh, in bodily, uh, in a vehicle. Like, whenever anyone talks about spiffing up their vehicle, I don't think anyone says spiffing up anymore, do they? Spiffy? Did anyone ever say that? Who knows? But anyway, I'm just like, 
honestly, when it comes to a vehicle, I got two fucking questions. Does it start? Does it stop? That's it. Does it go? Does it not go? Memno, no memno. There's no fucking like, you know, like, oh, I want to get the paint fucking painted and the fuck <laughs> the windows tinted. Like, fuck. God damn it. Is there space between the fucking metal? Then the window's working. Like, even if it's broken. I've actually, I've driven a car where the windows didn't go up and it was fucking brutal in the winter. Oh my God. <laughs> Not only that, my window was jammed halfway, so. I had permanent frostbite on my face. And then if you try to turn the heat on, I had to put on a mask because it was all carbon monoxide. So it was either freeze to death or po like poisonous gas yourself to death. And then, and then <laughs> you get the fucking, it was, uh, it was pretty fucking brutal because I could only keep one eye open and then have the fucking mask on to protect me from the, uh, the deadly chemicals. But then when, it, when I go to a drive-thru, I couldn't get the window all the way up or down. So they thought I was just a fucking absolute moron because I'm like spilling drinks all over the place. Like, like just roll down your window, sir. And like, yes. Oh yeah. I definitely have that fucking option. And that, that's just the driver's side. I told you guys about the passenger side. I bought this car from a fucking gypsy, a goddamn pork shop chop gypsy. What a fucking combination. He was like Portuguese Indian gypsy. He just like, I fucking, I, I saw those flags and I was like, oh my God. And then I uh, got talking to him. I was like, fuck, I couldn't believe the shit this guy, he sold me this fucking car. <laughs> it was like, I knew the deal was too good to be true. I got fucking gyp owed. I'm surprised the axle didn't pop off like when they bought the fucking caravan and snatch from the gypsy camp. It wasn't a gypsy camp. It was some fucking building. Um, and I can't remember. It was either Tobacco or Mississauga. Who gives a fuck? But yeah, I remember trying to track the guy down after and just be like, what the fuck, man? What have you done? What have you done to me, man? He, the guy fucking the entire undercarriage of the fucking thing, he filled it in with that purple spray foam shit and then spray painted it black. Um, but anyway, the, I needed to get the fucking passenger door side fixed, so I brought it to one of the many uh, Volkswagen specialists in the in Rexdale there. Um, There's this big Russian guy. He's just like, bro, he's like, what's wrong? He's like, he told me there was a loose wire in the assembly uh, for the, the power window. And he's like, oh, okay. So he pulls it apart or whatever. He's like, he's like bro, come here, come here. And so I go over there. And he's like, um, he's like, look at this. The fucking entire guts of the fucking door and the window have all been ripped out. The guy told me it was a loose wire. He's like, he fucking ripped everything out, gutted it, and then he replaced it with a squeegee handle. He didn't even leave me a fucking squeegee. That was propping the fucking window up. He couldn't even leave me an entire squeegee. He just left the fucking handle. He's like, bro, you don't even have a single wire in here. I gotta start from scratch. I was like, oh, fuck. Goddamn gypsy. That was fucking actually pretty funny. I figured I'd have to replace the whole thing anyway. But the fucking shit in the bottom, I couldn't even believe it. I don't know. I poured thousands of dollars into that fucking car thinking that, oh, I would just get it to fucking run for a couple of years and it would be worth it. Uh, it was like, that's the moment when you, the, the fallacy of sunken costs when you should just leave the fucking casino. But anyway, whether it's, uh, let's wrap this up, whether it's drywall, automobiles, or um, whatever, you know, you just don't fucking trust gypsies, man. Fuck's sakes. All right. <laughs> I love you all. Be well. All right, guys. Welcome back. I think this is going to be part four of this episode. I thought that I finished an episode and I was starting a fresh one. 
I don't, I don't know. Um, I just got a call from a private number. Who the fuck thinks they can call me from a private number? Some fucking private, private dick, private detective, fucking private eye. Give me a fucking break, man. I don't even answer fucking numbers I know unless I'm prepared. Who the fuck would? Oh my God, we got a guy like that the other day. What a fucking dick. We are going to their house to pick up their fucking stuff and holy shit. You just call the guy and he just acts like, who the fuck are you and why are you bothering? It's always the people that ask for a phone call and then you call them just so they can be like, yeah, this I'm so-and-so from so-and-so, you know, to do whatever. Like, you, I, I give all the information right away. I do not fucking waste any time. Um, it, although that is hard to believe. <laughs> um, I try not to waste any of other people's time with phone calls, like when it's like business related. I'm just like, here's the way, and this is what I want to do, and this, or this is the company, this is the, this is the thing, blah 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 blah. And the fucking like the way people get so caught off guard. We got to a house the other day. Holy fuck! They knew we were coming. They arranged the fucking thing. They called us and asked us to deliver this piece of fucking furniture. All right, so <laughs> we get there. There's like a guy waiting in the fucking driver. He's waiting. He got, he's, he's there to fucking, uh, to help us move this thing in because it's his mother's chair. Then I'm pretty sure the mother's the one that called us. Then the daughter came up behind us. So now we're pincered in. We're triangulated really because there's the fucking daughter. There's the fucking mother, uh, answering the door. The daughter came up behind us in the driveway and then it's a huge fucking driveway because it's a farm. And, um, then the fucking son is like way down here and he's just sitting there staring at us like he just he's just been waiting in this driveway so anyway he comes up he fucking saunters up and uh my partner goes to fucking answer or to, to go knock on the door and he comes up and he's like what you, can i help you uh what do you want and i'm just like I'm, I'm trying to deliver a chair i'm like do, do we have the wrong address is this not the right i'm like here's my paperwork is this not the right address He's like, well, yeah, yeah, I know about the chair, but like, what door are you gonna go through? And it's just like, okay, you fucking know that I'm here to deliver this shit. Why are you pretending that you don't and acting like you don't know who I am or why I'm here? Like, what is your fucking problem? So then the mother did the exact same thing. She's like, who are you? What do you want? Like, as soon as he knocked on the door. Now the mother's like a hundred years old, so she gets a pass. And then the fucking daughter came up and she's just like so fucking nervous. Oh, oh, hello, oh, what, what, are, what are you guys here for? What, what is it? And it's just like, again, you guys called us. We don't just go to random houses with random pieces of furniture and hope for the best. Like, fuck, if you guys don't want us here, if you don't know why we're here, if you're gonna be fucking rude, like I honestly would rather go, I'd rather go work for someone else that, that wants us there. Like, I don't need this shit. Like, what the fuck is your problem? And you know what else I can't stand? I understand, like, okay, there's a lot of truth to, like, you know, people are meaner in cities and people are nicer in small towns. But to act like all the mean people are in the cities and there's, like, no nice people and to act like everyone in small towns or in rural areas are nice, absolutely not guaranteed, you know? Maybe in general, but, like, holy shit, there's some fucking rude, sketchy cocksuckers out in the middle of nowhere, believe me. And then it's just, like, we finally sort out, like, why we're here and what we're doing. 
And then, oh my God, it just kept going from there. They had like so much furniture in this fucking giant house. And then she's like, oh, oh can you, can you? And we're like, where's the thing going? She's like, oh, oh I don't know. I, I don't know. This chair has to go here. This chair has to go there. Could you take a chair away? If we give you a chair, would you be able to take it? It's like, lady, could you fucking calm the fuck down? And it's another one of these classic incidents where so, uh, uh, a person is very old. So then their kids come over to help in a situation like us delivering a fucking chair. And it's just like, I don't know if you guys can hear the of the air fucking quotes, but like they're there to help. And there's so much more fucking spun out or dumb or fucking just absolute space cadets. And then you have to deal with all these fucking idiots. Like, I mean, between the three of them, they, like, they don't have five fucking functioning brain cells. And it's just like, oh my God. It's just like, how can you guys take the easiest fuck? It was a goddamn reclining chair. It's like easy, one of the easiest fucking things you can ever deliver. But like just getting them to fucking answer the door, getting them to understand like why we were there, getting them to fucking like tell us where the fucking thing is going was such a fucking ordeal. And I'm just like, how do these guys function? Like they can't handle, like the simplest fucking like, bump in the road and they all just fall apart completely like how do you get through regular fucking life like i couldn't imagine ordering furniture like i've never done it i've never will but like even if i did if i ordered something and then they get there and be like what who are you what are you doing here like i ordered like a pizza and the guy shows up with, what do you want what are you doing here who the hell are you how do you get out here and ask this guy what he wants and who the hell he thinks he is like what the fuck is your problem? Holy shit. I can't even imagine like guys trying to do deliveries and just be like, yeah, yeah, what? Who are you? Huh? Oh my God. We were at this one house though and the people were so fucking annoying. Just so annoying. Like some people, they just need so much attention. So like they just, they can't let you just work. They're just, they're just going to drain your fucking life force <laughs> but anyway this fucking um while while they were fucking busting our fucking balls a guy came up from another delivery company and just fucking uh dropped some shit off and took off now we do have a lot more time you know to, to fucking spend with our customers and fucking make sure they're well taken care of and all that and we do um but a lot most of these fucking delivery guys i've looked at these fucking jobs the amount of fucking drops they have to fucking do like you don't get to talk you don't get to think you're just like boom 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 you're like rapid fire fucking smack like you know what i mean banging these fucking packages out like you don't have a second to fuck around so anyway the great news about this situation was that because they came out and like they found the packages on the door they're like where did he go like they're all freaking out because they obviously wanted to stop this guy and hassle the shit out of him and I felt so good because I was like, you know what, we're getting this sh like all this fucking shit. But you know what, we saved that guy. And that guy needs, like, it's not that our time is not valuable. But our, our, our sitting there and listening to customers is part of the service. Like, like, put, like people, no matter what fucking job you work in, people need to be serviced, okay? And uh, I'm not, oh, fuck. Okie doke people just walking back and forth across the street and back with their dogs it's like it's bad enough you're fucked but now you're teaching these dogs just walk around in the road constantly go ahead go ahead anyway um the fucking anyway that the i'm really having a hard time this morning i just spilled an entire fucking i decided to make myself an extra coffee this morning i spilled it all over my goddamn fucking face i just like dropped it and it just like 
it landed kind of near the cup holder and it just went BAM all over my goddamn fucking face and then every, everywhere else. But like, I don't know how it hit me in the fucking eyeball. Like, you know what I mean? Have you ever put down a coffee and like an entire cup of coffee fucking projectile fucking blasted into your eyeball? I mean, I couldn't do it if I were trying to do it. But anyway, I, I knew like this morning, I was like, you know what? I need an extra cup. I didn't know why. <laughs> there you go. There you have it. Fuck's sakes. But anyway, people, like customers especially, because they're paying for a service, but they're, it's just like this in all aspects of their fucking lives. They have all these fucking problems and complaints and fucking issues, but most of which is no one's paying attention to them. You know, it's like they're just not getting enough attention. They don't know how to keep themselves fucking busy or, or you know, so they're just sitting around and they just don't know how to fuck. They're bored as shit because they don't know how to entertain themselves and they, and they, they feel fucking, they feel dejected and rejected. And, um, so they start finding all these fucking stupid things to fucking complain about because growing up, that's how they got attention. They just complain about shit. And, uh, you know, like their food or their fucking whatever, like everything around them, they're just like fussing and complaining. You learn this as like a, a little fucking kid and that's your way of getting attention. And the thing is, just like with children and, and, and now with grown adults that are like this, is if you just fucking start paying attention to them and be interested in what they have to say and let them talk, it's fucking torture a lot of the time because, like I say, they do suck the life force right out of right out of you. Me, it's just like, if you could just wait till I'm done fucking working, then I'll fucking pay attention to you. Like, you know, it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. You're just like, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. And it's like, you're a grown-ass adult. Like, can you not find something else to do, anything else to do? Um... No, the answer is no. That's not rhetorical. You clearly uh, already answered that question. But anyway, they'll start complaining and finding issues and problems and all these stupid fucking things. If you just listen to them and fucking make them feel heard and, and you pay attention, all of a sudden all these stupid problems, they don't matter anymore. You know? It's like um, I, I used to have uh, OCD. I don't know if it goes away, but I definitely don't have it like I had it when I was younger. And you just start obsessing over all these fucking insane fucking idiosyncrasies, all these fucking things that you just feel you have to do, these ridiculous things. And um, it's because you just can't cope with life. So you just, there's so many different versions of it. I couldn't tell you exactly what would happen to everybody. But uh, anyway, once you get like shit going on in your life and you feel more fucking stable and you can deal with reality, all this shit doesn't matter anymore. Just like anything else, other, other coping techniques you can just fucking let go of once you can fucking actually deal with life. So anyway, a lot of times when people are knowing the shit out of you, you just got to pay attention to them. But then again, there's the other side of that where it's just like when someone's being the most annoying fuck in the world and then you pay attention to them, it's just like, well, now you're just rewarding and enabling the shittiest fucking behavior ever. So it's like, um, well, there's that. I feel like I got to contradict every single fucking point I ever make because I have to see both sides. You know, I have to, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, fuck. It's like, it's like, like, listen to me. All I do is fucking complain. But uh, people are listening to my podcast, so I hope it uh, provides some sort of comf comfort or perspective. <laughs> anyway, I uh, I look at it as far as dealing with people every day is um, sometimes you meet really interesting people, and like I, I truly believe that every single person is interesting. 
Because no, no two people can live the exact same fucking life. So I believe that everybody has something about them that you can learn and, and be not entertained by. It makes them sound like, what am I, a fucking clown? I'm here to amuse you. But there's something interesting about every single person. There's something you learn. Like, there are many, many things, actually. But it's hard for me, and I think a lot of people, to get past that irritation stage. Because you're just like, oh my god, oh my god, fuck off, fuck off. Like, when you're trying to do something. That's why... I think the solution, if, you, if people aren't just going to, you know, have manners themselves and we rely on technology for everything, is to have uh, the app sort of thing. I don't know how the fuck it, it was, it's going to work. I just come up with ideas. That's the greatest thing. Someone who just comes up with an idea with no fucking clue how to implement them. And it's like, it's always, it's usually something that's already been invented. And then when it, once it, the, someone does get the technology and gets it out there, it's like, I invented that. I thought of that. Like, you couldn't possibly believe that. But um, I don't give a fuck about getting credit for inventing things, um, even if I did, which I didn't. Um, anyway, I've already said this shit. It's, I want like you to be able to put yourself in like do not disturb mode, like in in life. There should be like some way that you can tell people like if they people. Well, that's the thing though. People should already fucking know that. Like you see someone working, you should understand that that person's working. If someone's doing something. You know, like, we should all have the... I wish there was a way, an app that's just, like, ask yourself, does this person want to be bothered by me right now? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm in a social setting, I go way so over and above to fucking talk to as many people as I can and listen to every single thing they have to say and, you know, when I'm in that fucking social mode. But when I'm fucking doing anything, like, I cannot multitask. I can barely single task. When my brain's all fucking muddled up. But as soon as someone fucking talks to me or is watching me and then I know there's going to be a fucking follow-up exam. Like some lady the other day was just like, oh, I saw you in a hardware store the other day. Oh, so what were you doing? Buying hardware? It's like, well, I feel like you've already fucking gone full circle and answered yourself a question. But what you've done to me now is you've confirmed that I can't even go to the fucking hardware store without people watching me. And then fucking... Like, wondering what I'm doing, and then fucking I'm going to have to explain at a later fucking point. And, like, that puts me on edge. It shouldn't. I shouldn't give a flying fuck, and normally I don't. But it's just, like, when people are watching you, and then... It's it's one thing when people are watching you. But when people are watching you, but then they're going to fucking judge you, and then they're going to question you, and then you got to fucking explain, like, what were you doing, and why were you doing it, and then it's just like, oh, my God. So it's just like, we all need to fucking take a minute and be like... I, I, I'm guilty of this too. I know for sure I've annoyed the shit out of people while talking to them while they're trying to do something else. But like, just take a fucking minute and ask yourself, does this person want to be watched? Is this person putting on a fucking performance or just going about their fucking regular life? Like, I find so much shit that people are doing very fucking interesting. But I, I understand on the other side, like there's so many people I want to talk to, but I just refuse to fucking bother somebody while they're working or while they're doing something because I understand the other side of that. So anyway... I would love if we could just get to the point where there's some way we could all just know whether or not we want to be fucking bothered or not. And some people just never want to be bothered. And that's their own fucking business. Let them, let them fucking uh, be in their own fucking world, you know? I guess in the old days, you didn't have a choice. You had to answer the fucking phone. There was no call to... Sp oh. oh, you made it. I thought I was going to have to kill a little chipmunk. I don't like killing animals that are really cute. A lot of people, uh, they think that's like, you know, silly. It's just like you eat animals, you don't mind animals dying just as long as they're not cute or whatever. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly that. You know what? 
I didn't fucking design my goddamn brain. Whatever is in your brain that tells you an animal is cute and precious, that's not a decision. That's not a choice. I had like 0.8 seconds. It was a little cute little chipmunk, you know. Now my brain says, oh, that thing's cute. Don't fucking murder it. Also, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I like that uh, meme that's like uh, elephants uh, think that work they're cute. Like they have, their brain has the same reaction. Like when you see a little puppy or a little chipmunk. And you're just like, oh, look at this. I mean, that's, that's, obviously we have that for a reason. That's so that we'll take care of our young and, and see that they're precious and keep them safe and all that shit. Um, but anyway, that's how elephants see us. And that's like, uh, and then, and then it's just like, you think of the, of the abuse we put the elephants through and all they think is we're cute little adorable things. Can you imagine? Well, I guess you could kind of see that with, like, a, a cat. You know, you, like, worship the fucking thing. You treat it so well, and then all it does is fucking eventually turn into a total fucking dick. That's, uh... I used to be a cat guy, but now I'm a not, not a cat guy. I don't know, actually. I think... I, I have mixed feelings, because it's just, like, I'd rather have a cat than a bunch of rodents in my house. But then, if you have a cat, and you just keep feeding it, it gets into a lazy... It turns into a lazy sack of shit... And then it's like, well, now what? You know what I mean? Then you got, there's like fucking mice all over the goddamn house and the cat couldn't give two fucking shits less. He just got so lazy and fucking, I don't know. I got a, that's the thing. When I had my cats, I loved them to bits. But now that I don't have them, I'm, I'm just like a, I'm like a not, I'm a, I don't like cats guy. So, so there. All right. That's, uh, that's my stance. I like animals that I don't have to take care of. Let me be clear, actually. I love the cats that, like, live in my neighborhood and, like, bring me, like, a dead mouse or a dead bird or something. I mean, yeah, I don't feel like cleaning up dead things, but I love that these things are still working, that they're still trying, you know? It just makes me feel so happy. I'd love to have a nice, snuggly cat around the house, but fuck that shit. I don't want to take care of fucking animals. I can barely take care of myself. I mean, I have pets, but I don't fucking like them. We have an understanding. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I don't know. I just can't stand the domestication, the extreme domestication of everything. Not just animals, but humans. You know, you, you take something that used to have a spirit and you just fucking break it. Like, breaking the spirit of things. That's just like, oh my god. You know? You see all these animals, they got nothing left in them. They're just like, they're just broken. You see all these people are just broken. There's no fight left in us most of the time. For There's very few things that you get, you know what I mean? You, you get like simulated versions through like, you know, watching shit or listening to shit or playing some sort of video game or something. But like, very rarely do you ever really still want to go out and fucking, you know, it's like just, just, the spirit is broken. You understand what I mean gotta gotta revive that shit but but how it's different for every single person not one person can uh tell you exactly what you have to do actually it's funny um i was listening I, one of my i love uh motivational videos motivational speeches and all that and one of my favorites was always uh ct fletcher and he was talking about doing um i guess he was doing some kind of class or workshop or whatever and he was saying, like, you got to find something that you're really passionate about, that you really love, that you're excited about. And um, this guy's like, yeah, but what is it? And he's like, motherfucker, you want me to die? I can't do his voice right now. But he's like, you want me to tell you 
what you're passionate about like <laughs> it's like like what the fuck and um as funny as that is though i feel like i'm often that guy i think we all are at some point where you just lose your fucking your focus and lose your fucking what what's you're passionate about it's so hard to be passionate about stuff sometimes you just stop giving a fuck about anything right and you and uh, that's easy enough to do so anyway fuck i thought i was getting emotional here my toes are froze and my fucking my defog's been on this whole fucking time so my eyes are getting blasted with hot air i got a luckily they're protected by a nice coating of fucking thick black espresso but um because I spilled coffee all over my face. Did I already say that? Yeah, because that's important to what I just said now. You know, you got to pay attention, guys. You got to follow along. <laughs> but anyway, oh, I, I was listening to uh, Ultimate Warrior fucking... <laughs> I love that guy, man. Uh, he, he has a motivational speech. It's pretty good. He's just, like, talking about how no one can focus on anything for more than five seconds. And uh, it's like, yeah... I got that problem too, so fuck you. But anyway, he's uh, he's dead, I think. But regardless, he made a very good point though, just about living with passion. You know, it's just like that's one thing uh, I feel very passionate about about living living with some fucking sort of passion. You know, because that shit can just yeah, you can or you, you can either get rid of it entirely or put it, set it on the back burner. Whatever it is, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm not even sure. I was going to say, well, you know what I'm real passionate about, but I don't even know how to finish that. Because there's a lot of things, but I, I wouldn't say I just choose one fucking thing that I'm excited about. Like, I love working. I love talking shit on my podcast. I love I love writing, but I'm failing so hard on that, I don't even want to bring it up. Um, I don't know. I like working out, but I'm failing at that lately, too. So it's just like, here I am talking this shit, but I'm not talking it from a, from a high perspective, like talking down to anybody i'm speaking from the from the fucking bottom of the spectrum where i need to reignite my own fucking passion anyway i gotta get myself to work so i think i'm gonna sign off for now although i don't start for a while maybe i can get some other shit done in the meantime i go to the hardware store but then i'm going to be fucking observed and fucking have to explain myself at a later date about how uh, I was at the hardware store and what I what exactly I thought I was doing there. What are you doing here? <laughs> like, I'm gonna buy some fucking hardware. Surely you fucking. Surely this is not a surprise. Anyway, it uh, that whole fucking thing with the, the yeah the person asking me what I was doing at the hardware store and then the people who ordered a thing and then act surprised when they got there it reminds me of uh, Futurama when. Uh, is it Futurama or Futurama? I feel like I say it wrong so often that I don't know the pro. I think it's Futurama, but now that sounds wrong. Rama's definitely wrong. Oh. Anyway. There are people that say drama. I think that's... See, the thing is, I've been saying it stupid so long, I don't even know. Or how do you say pasta? Is it pasta or pasta? I don't know. That one's always going to bother me. Because now both sound wrong. Oh, Fuck. Wait, if I start doing a British accent now, and my kid grows up just hearing terrible, I mean, even terrible British accents, will my kid have a British accent? Because that's very important. I don't, want to, I don't want anyone to lose that part of us. I never got my British citizenship, and uh, I always regret that. But I always think of, um, in the gang, Gangs of New York, when he's just like, 
Because I think the fucking the application is like three hundred dollars, and he's like, well, it's like when he's saying in uh, Gangs of New York where he's like, you could buy your way out of a draft for three hundred dollars, but who the fuck has three hundred dollars? It might as well be three million dollars. And uh, at that point in my life, it might as well have been <laughs> to come up with three hundred dollars. I still can't come up with three hundred dollars, but ah, uh, whatever. I never ended up going there anyway, so whatever. Oh yeah, I was gonna make that Futurama reference before I went. Oh yeah, it was um where the I think it's like the second season. It's the one where they go to the uh, the central bureaucracy or whatever. Because oh yeah, the Hermes gets an inspection or whatever. Anyway, he's like, they should be here in fucking ten seconds. And ten seconds later, he's like, who the hell is that? <laughs> that's that's what I was thinking of when people are just like. Acting all fucking surprised and shocked. I think people just really enjoy that. Like, people ask you to call them. Like, customers will request we call them just so they can answer the phone and be like, Uh, who is this? Uh, yeah. And what do you want? I think people just really love that. A lot of people just love being pursued. They love, um, you know, being sought after, kind of. So it's just like they want to set up a situation where people are calling them and, like, want to see them and want to, you know what I mean? It's just like, ah. Uh, it's pretty fucking sad, actually. I'd rather have less phone calls and less fucking awkward uh, interactions. I don't really enjoy them that much. But, yeah, I, I want as little as possible. I think nowadays it's it's so much better with uh, online ordering and all this fucking shit. Like, contactless pickup and delivery. Like, we tried so hard to do more. Con like, because our job is way too fucking easy if people just let us do our job. Um... I almost feel guilty getting paid for it. It's so fucking easy. But um, not only did most people not like let us do anything contactless, they're just they were so desperate for human interaction. We had people within inches of us the whole fucking time. They're supposed to be locked down. The thing is, I'm not I'm not a guy that thinks like the whole uh, the whole um, virus was a hoax. You know, the anti-vaxxers, the anti-maskers. I am very much uh, believe that the virus is a real thing and not some global uh, conspiracy to um, uh, get a vaccine out that would implant like s tracking devices or I don't know any of the other really believable logical things or like the, the whole anti-mask thing I don't get because it's like, well, what was the point? The entire planet was involved in this conspiracy to get you to wear a mask, but why? Like, what was the point of all this? Like... Surely at some point you have to ask yourself why the fuck would the entire planet get together and, and, and get like and not only that doctors and nurses and dentists they started this conspiracy like centuries ago with the masks that's uh that's pretty fucked up <laughs> anyway this this shit fucking falls apart it crumbles apart like fucking burnt paper if you start fucking actually trying to examine it children fly apart like burnt paper that's a terminator 2 reference obviously i was thinking you know what a better analogy is like when you leave a cookie in the milk too long i don't know if you guys are dunkers i'm a dunker if you leave a cookie in the milk too long and then you take it out and try to touch it it's, what do you think is going to happen that that's pretty much what this shit is so anyway i'm 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 not on the this i'm i'm an anti-masker but not because i believe it's a like a fucking global conspiracy to um i'm not even sure uh, cover up people say oh it's, it's to kill them so they can't breathe maybe that's it <laughs> um whatever the fucking ridiculous reason is um i was very anti-mask because i'm very pro-virus 
I was just so fucking sick of people and I just wanted the population to diminish drastically. Um, so anyway, that's, I'm, that might not be the most popular opinion. Um, but, uh, yeah, what the fuck's going on here? I want to get into work. I should have stopped this fucking 10 minutes ago. But yeah, so people were getting really, really close to us, and I was just like, you know what, the virus is a living thing, and I believe that it has uh, the right to, uh... and now if anyone actually, I mean, there, I do know that like some people have gotten really sick and even died from the shit, and I'm not trying to make light of that, let me be clear, but it was the wrong people that did die. There are so many people that I wish would, not not to the point that I would murder them, but I wouldn't really be too upset if they died. Uh, you know, I, I could have put myself on that list lots of times. <laughs> it's just like, well, the world's going to end. Let's all... Or the other thing is with the whole anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers and whatever. It's like if the vaccine is going to kill us and the only people left are these fucking wackadoodle nutcases, uh, I, I'm going to take ten fucking shots. I'm going to ask for doubles every single time. Um... I don't know. I, I found the whole fucking thing really amusing because the people fighting against it the most are like just completely like just like been pumping themselves through full of shit like garbage fucking food and smokes and drugs and booze and absolute like huge amounts of life like a lifetime of just pumping themselves full of garbage. And then like some tiny little baby fucking shot comes along. It's like, oh no, I'm very careful about what I put in my body. You know, I mean, like I saw a couple, me you see a couple memes on Facebook, a couple TikTok videos, and it's just like, okay, I don't know. The anti-vaxxers have been around forever. I mean, you, you give people enough, uh, or enough people a vaccine, eventually someone's going to be like, oh no, oh no. And, um, but you know what, now people who, again, the people that really desperately needed attention, they have a sounding board. And if they need to come up with a global conspiracy or some whatever to get attention, you know what? It is what it is. And if you're if, if people are basing their fucking like their medical uh their decisions on whether or not to get medical help um on, on these things, then you know what? That's that's alright. And then uh in in that way then the population will be fucking controlled. So it kind of it kind of works itself out if you look at it that way. Anyway, guys, I love you all. And uh, if you are an anti-vaxxer, anti-masker, I'm sorry. I'm sure you have your valid reasons for it. And um, if you're a pro fucking life person and you want people to uh, keep living, or you're against abortion, uh, I respect your uh, your your stance on that. And um, I, what <laughs> I meant pro-life like you're not like a pro pro uh, um, virus person like I am that's what I meant but when I said pro-life it made me think of abortion I again think there's way too many fucking people on the earth so I'm very pro uh, pro abortion I think it should be like mandatory uh, so I'm not pro-choice either I'm not pro-choice and I'm not pro-life I'm uh... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I fucking swear to God, if, if someone better show up and let me into work, because this is just getting worse. <laughs> oh, God. I had, like, five listeners left. Or I should say I got I got up to five listeners, and now I might have one person. And if you're still listening, thank you. <laughs> I love you. That's all for now, all right, guys? God bless you all.